In Southeast Agnet's Ag and Review for the week ending June the 10th, it was announced this past Monday that the USDA Farm Service Agency will provide cost share assistance payments to cotton producers through the new Cotton Ginning Cost Share Program. And FSA Administrator Val Dolcini says eligible producers can receive a one-time cost share payment based on their 2015 cotton acres reported to FSA. There's a $300 million pot of money, essentially, that we're going to pay folks that planted the crop in 2015. We're using regional payment rates, and beginning on or around June 20, they'll be receiving letters from me telling them that they are able to participate in this cotton ginning cost share program. Dolcini says the application form needs to be filled out and returned to their local FSA office. So the sign-up period goes from June 20 to August 5. There will be no extensions on the sign-up for this. So I would encourage cotton growers that receive a letter from the Farm Service Agency in the next couple of weeks to act on it quickly, and that way we can make payments quickly. For more information, just contact your local FSA office. But again, sign-up starts on June 20th. Representatives from states across the southeast were in Point Clear, Alabama earlier this week for the 2016 Southern Association of State Departments of Agriculture Conference. One of the topics discussed was feral hogs. And Dr. Steve Ditchkoff with the School of Forestry and Wildlife Sciences at Auburn University said it's an issue that many states are having to deal with. $1.5 billion issue agriculturally across the country each year. At Auburn University, we've developed a couple of solutions to deal with pigs, um, some tools that we can throw at the problem. We've developed the first successful strategy with regards to trapping that we call whole sounder removal, which is designed to not worry about maximizing a body count, but make sure you don't leave any behind because this animal reproduces more prolifically than any large mammal on earth. The biggest issue with controlling wild pigs is you have to make sure you don't leave any behind with regards to reproduction. The second thing is immunocontraceptive work that we're doing at Auburn. And we've got a line on an oral species-specific contraceptive that the vet school's taking the lead on development of this product. And hopefully in the next five years or so, you know, we've got a contraceptive that we can throw at these animals that will ultimately slow down reproduction to allow lethal control to be effective. Dr. Ditchkoff said the wild pig problem is an issue for many people right now. The impacts that wild pigs have on everything from agriculture to just individual landowners and ecological function is just tremendous. The more we look at them, the more we understand that their impacts are substantial. And it's just, it's a scary concept right now. And he suggests to learn more about efforts to control wild pigs that you contact your county extension office. You know, how to trap, what to trap, where to get traps, et cetera, et cetera. It's probably your best bet right now for getting assistance with pig problems. In other news, Tyron Spearman reports this week that it's time to think about acreage reporting. Well, all peanuts should be in the ground and everybody passed the deadline of getting those peanuts in the ground. But now it's time to report your acreage. You must report all acres of the crop in which you have a share in the county to your crop insurance agent by the acreage reporting date of July the 15th. If you choose the weighted average projected price option under the yield protection insurance plan, a farmer must also provide a copy of your seller contract. You can insure from a contract up to 120%, and this year that would be up to a total of $489.20 per ton for 2016 peanuts. Also a reminder from our agents that if you've done planning, get with your agent and report your acres and do not wait for the deadline. If you have damaged and need to replant, you must also contact your crop insurance agent before you destroy or replant the peanut crop. I'm Tyron Spearman for Southeast Agnet. Well, it can cost several hundred dollars to wear, but it could be just what one state needs to jumpstart its agriculture. 
Kathy Isom has a story about a fiber that some love to wear. Kiviet is a fiber that's said to be softer than cashmere and warmer than wool and won't make you itch and scratch. It comes from the fluffy undercoat of a musk oxen, which is a beeson-looking animal living in the colder regions of North America, such as Alaska. There are only two farms actively producing Kiviet in Alaska and none in the rest of the country, but the two farms have to ship their yarn out to a mill on the East Coast for processing because nobody really knows yet how to optimize the musk oxen for maximum Kiviet production. And if you want a Kiviet item, be prepared to pay a pretty penny for it. The prices for Kiviet are insanely high right now due to the very small amount of it being produced. Raw, unprocessed Kiviet goes for about $35 per ounce, which is more than twice the price of cashmere. Scarves costing as much as $275 and hats around $190. The fiber does not shrink in water at any temperature and is said to last up to 20 years, not to mention keeping you extra warm. After all, it's what keeps the musk oxen alive through minus 80 degree temperatures in the winter. All the more reason to get farming going in Alaska, where there are only about 4,000 animals in the entire state. With a 90-day growing season for produce, livestock and fiber farming might be the best option to expand Alaskan agriculture. I'm Kathy Isom, Southeast Agnet. And to wrap up this week's podcast, Everett Griner talks about a recent summit for young farmers. What's ahead for the next generation of farmers? Well, this was the subject of a youth summit in Washington recently. They feel the media and the public are misunderstanding the future they face. They think they're seen as unsophisticated and they're abusing the land. That's worse than unfortunate. It's, it's shameful. Fact is, nobody is more eager to adopt the latest technologies and production techniques than this group of young farmers. What the media and the general public is totally unaware of is they're already looking for ways to reduce cost, increase production, and care for their land. They're also way ahead of the curve in developing marketing and business skills. Unfortunately, it all goes unrecognized. The tragedy is, it won't change. And that's review for today. Everett Grinder, Southeast Agnet. You can hear those reports and more from this past week at our website, southeastagnet.com. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet.